Welcome to the Priority Now podcast, encouraging women to become better disciples of Jesus. Priority Now is hosted by Carmen Halsey of the Illinois Baptist State Association. Hey ladies, welcome to this week's Priority Now podcast. We're glad you're joining us. And today I have a special treat for you. My colleague, Amy Cordova, who's my colleague out of the great state of Oklahoma, is joining us today. Hey, Miss Amy. Hello. We're glad you're with us. Um, I'm excited you're with us. I know the ladies are going to be excited. Oh, I am thrilled to be here. You are so much fun, and it is just an honor to be able to see you on video today and talk to you over this podcast. I feel the same way. I started when you said you're so much fun. I'm thinking, and you are so dangerous, Amy, to be around. (laughs) But I mean that for all the right reasons. Um, For those of you guys listening in, Amy is my younger colleague who's much older in wisdom and experience. So I learned so much from her. But she's got the she's our youthful leader in, in our group. And it is fun to hang with you, Amy, and just see what God's doing in your life. So I love it. I look forward to every gathering that we have together and just learning from you as well. Hey, take a minute, and I know Amy, but take a minute and just introduce Amy um, to the ladies here in Illinois. Yeah, well, I'm so excited to be talking to you all because I am an Okie, born and raised, love my state here in Oklahoma, but I enjoy the partnership that we have across the Southern Baptist Convention as we encourage one another to advance the gospel Um, So I grew up here in Oklahoma and married my high school sweetheart, and we have three children, two girls and a little boy from ages five to ten. So we're a young family. Uh, We have a lot of energy and are in that stage of life. Um, My husband has been a worship pastor, but recently the Lord has called him to essentially plant a church, um, revitalize a very dead, dying church. Mm -hmm. And so we're in the process of doing that right now. That has been fun for me. See you guys, um, him take the lead in that church, but also do the work to get ready to launch that church, you know, from the physical work to bringing an older building back to life to, you know, putting the programs. But what's really been fun for me, Amy, is to watch you loving your husband through that um, because you're a leader and, and, you know, and you're positioned in a chair that's got all kinds of resources around you. But what I've seen is you be um, a God follower first, a disciple of Jesus first, a wife second in that supporting role, and then bringing in the vocational, the professional vocational role as church leader that God has you. And so that that has been encouraging to me. Has that been challenging to you? Because I know we have pastor's wives yeah. listening. Yeah, well, it is challenging. And I think that we shouldn't be surprised when it becomes a challenge. And so for the pastor's wives listening today and anyone in a leadership role, um, there's always challenges. But I think that when we take those challenges as opportunities, we see that God can move in ways that we didn't expect. And it opens avenues and doors and conversations to maybe what God is doing through those challenges for us to communicate more of who God is. And we get to experience another dimension of God's character and his provision in our lives. And Rick and I have seen God move in ways we wouldn't have when we were at churches with lots of resources, Mm. lots of staff. Um, And so now that we're in a different season, we've seen God move on our behalf in ways that he 
didn't necessarily need to make sure that the bills were paid every month before. We never even thought about the electric <laughs> bill being paid before at our previous churches. Now it's like we get to depend on God every single month to come through. And so for women in those situations that they're they're needing God to show up on their behalf, he does. And he is faithful. And so one of our prayers in this season is, God, give us today our daily bread. Mm-hmm. And every single day he provides that daily bread for us. It's not more than what we need and it's not anything less. I think of it as a manna Praise in a God. sense. Yeah. And that every day we get to see him move. That's awesome. I mean, I love that. And I love that you connected that to the manna because we do our part, right? We have to go collect it. We have a responsibility, even though God's sovereign, we have a responsibility in there too. So, and that's one of the things I love about watching you, Amy, that I know that other women who don't know you may not get to see. Um, I watch that excitement. So when you say we get, you get to see God I see a young couple, too, that posture almost like excited, like, God, what are you going to do today? Just like we would be tuning into a TV series for the season finale, you know, and that's what I watch you demonstrate in your life. And that that's exciting. Um, It's catalytic because you know what? I want I want to be in that posture in my own life, you know, so so that's encouraging. So thanks for sharing that that with us. Um, I want to I want to segue our conversation a little bit um, because I want to talk about an upcoming training that that is a training opportunity for our ladies called One Day One Focus. But I want to I want them to understand um, why this is an opportunity, what you know, how it even come to be. And so to do that, I want you to tell them and don't hold back. All right. This isn't the time to play Miss Humble. Be humble, but don't, you know, don't, don't hold back. Um, or I may have to pull it out of you. <laughs> I want you to give us a glimpse of what training typically looks like in Oklahoma pre-pandemic. Yeah, well, I come from a great state with a solid foundation of leaders and a network that is quite beautiful and so we have uh, some great training annually that we typically gather together in different regions across our state in order to equip women to do the work and so in the past it would be several events throughout the fall and um, providing training from different women's leaders and resources that allow women to Uh, gain ideas and relationships and the ability to continue to press forward in in the uh, church and community that God has planted them in. And so it is a great time, but obviously that has changed because of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. So we are not hosting those in-person events this year, Um, but instead we all have something great planned for SBC women. Right. And Amy, um, I'm not exaggerating when I talk about um, you did your retreat and then you would do leadership training. So you kind of did those two different things. And for those of you guys listening in, um, Amy, uh, you can tell I love my sister, Amy, but Amy sits in in, in the same chair I do, meaning that Amy leads out in women's ministry as well as WMU in her state. So Oklahoma is another state that does this as a combined effort. They don't, you know, um, I don't want to use the word divide the two camps, but it's it's all things women, you know, so she and, and you have such a missions heart, you know, Amy. So I know that. So I say that for our audience that's listening in. But um, so when you would do these gatherings, there would always be the training and equipping, but this mission's focus. But you would have, what, 3,000 plus women 
Yeah, at our retreats, we do. We gather together um, at a camp called False Creek, and it's our state camp, and it's a great time for women all across the state to come together and be encouraged. And I know that you put a missions focus every year, and I believe it was the year prior to the pandemic, you guys basically took up an offering with those women and furnished... um, Go ahead, tell us about it. Yeah, so one of our years, our theme was home, and we want the gospel to be in our home. That's our number one mission field, and as women, we can't neglect the people that God has set before us in our own home, and so we wanted to teach women how to pray through their home. We set up a exhibit or a prayer experience and literally brought in a living room and a bedroom, an office, a nursery, all the rooms that you have in your house. We even had a mud room. It was <laughs> so much fun. My friend Denise Lopez, uh, you can look her up through the Plaid Pineapple and Everyday Ministry, helped me do that through her ministry. And so we purchased these items, set up a beautiful display of a home, taught women how to pray through it, And then we took up an offering to pay for that furniture and each item in that home was designed to go into a Hope Pregnancy Center through our Oklahoma Baptist Homes for Children. And it was a fun experience. It was one of those HGTV moments where (laughs) we went in overnight, transformed the facilities and made it an inviting place for mothers um, who are expecting to come in and uh, receive encouragement and help them parent well. And uh, it has just been so fun for the women of Oklahoma to be a part of such an amazing ministry. Okay, ladies listening in, now do you see why I love hanging with Amy? She is as much the visionary. If we can dream it, we can build it, you know, because we just look to God. In other words, that's why I say you can be a little dangerous sometimes. And and I mean that with the most love because you're willing to take risk. And ladies, we all know we have to take risk. And, And the pandemic has brought us opportunities to do things different. So even for some of us that it's harder to take a risk. We've sort of been set a platform to say, this is your time, you know, because we're giving you permission. Everybody expects you to be taking risk and doing some things different right now. So, yeah, sometimes I feel like I give people whiplash because anytime I get an idea, (laughs) I might run after it and do it. And and so for me, it's kind of like throwing spaghetti at the wall. We'll see what sticks and what doesn't. And we'll do it until it works and change it when it doesn't. And I think that's okay. I think that's okay for women to say, I feel like God is leading me in this direction. Why not try it? Yes. I love that about you. Like I said, and that I just feed off of that. That's just encouraging. And I'm all about partnerships, you know, working in partnership. Um, And, you know, the, the women here in Illinois, we'll say that we'll come together for our trainings, but, but I often reference like the well, you know, the, the, we talk about the wells and how the well was the central area of the city. And all of us have our own zip codes that God has us planted in to do ministry. But you know what? We have to be reminded we're not alone. So we come to the well Um, And we get a drink, we're refreshed, whether that's training, equipping, just fellowship, networking. And then we, once we're encouraged, we're reminded we're not alone, though. It Ministry is hard, but we have to go back into our own areas and do the work that God has called us to do. So I'm all about the partnerships, Amy, and that's what I appreciate about you. Yeah, the beauty of ministry is we're not supposed to do it on our own. If we 
tried, we would fail. And people have tried and they have failed. And so for the woman listening that feels like she has to lead everything by herself on her own, nothing I do is solely me. Nothing. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a team, an army of women across our state that are working towards one goal and creating that unity. And it's a beautiful picture of the gospel. We see how Paul was encouraging the churches and we've got to be that encouragement to one another too. Praise God. Praise God. And I do believe that God can do that through women and start it through women. So that's, that's a good word. That's a good word, Amy. Okay. On the partnership, I want to, I want to move our conversation to talk about this training opportunity coming up. So, um, you and I are part of joining um, a collective effort with our sisters from across other states, multiple organizations to do this virtual training coming up October 29th. And ladies, if you're listening, we'll have the links into into the episode notes. One day, one focus. Amy, I want to talk a little bit about what that is, but I want you to give us a glimpse of how that come to be. Why would an Amy Cordova be interested in that? And not just like, okay, I'll help you guys out, but it being a need in a state like Oklahoma for somebody who has such robust training? Well, this started when the pandemic happened. We were on a Zoom call with several women across the SBC who are leading their state convention women's ministries. And the idea birthed from what are we going to do? We like to share ideas when we Mm -hmm. get together. And I think all of us were trying to figure out how can we still train women? Because that's our job. We want women to be encouraged in the most discouraging year that many of us have ever experienced. Mm -hmm. And so out of that idea, we thought, well, I'm probably going to have to do something online. And so are you. Why not us get together and do it um, as one unit? And so from there, uh, beautiful things have taken place. (laughs) And at this event, at One Day, One Focus, we have over 20 state conventions participating in this event. We also have all of our SBC seminaries participating and entities like Lifeway and WMU, IMB and NAM. And so it is just a great picture. We even have Amy Whitfield from the SBC Executive Committee uh, coming and representing that. So there's all parts of life from the SBC being a part of this women's training event happening on October 29th. Mm, I love it. And, um, and it's been fun to be a part of that and be part of the planning um, because what it's done for me is not only has it brought us a resource. So ladies, if you're listening in, you want to check this out, you know, we're promoting it um, on our social media. You know, you should have received emails from me. Um, but, but so we'll have the details again in the episode notes, but you have access to so many individuals that you wouldn't have normally had access to. And um, if you can't be, a, be there on October 29th, obviously we want you to register. It's only a $10 charge to register. And then you can access those recordings up to, I believe it's a month after. Um, But what's been fun about this for me, Amy, not only do we get those resources, um, because all of us, we all went together and, you know, as God was giving us the, the, the theme, Ephesians 4, you know, we, we, we just saw him bring in leaders and trainers and to be able to pour to, to not only be able to encourage the woman um, and not only to provide good worship, but to be able to offer training, equipping 
for their what I call their neck of the woods, whether they're uh, um, in the Midwest, whether they're in the South, whether they're North, because we know it's very different doing ministry in those different areas. Um, but because of working together in the partnership, there are people to the table that I wouldn't have got into Illinois, at least not this year, but somebody else had access to them. And so we have the beauty of that coming together into one quality training opportunity. It will be quality. I mean, we have from Hawaii to Canada, all the in-between and incredible women across the state and really around the world that are joining us. I um, got to preview the IMB breakout session mm -hmm. and I am just so excited what God is doing around the world and for women to hear about missions endeavors through yeah. church planting in various countries and then for pastors wives to even join us I mean yes. if you're a ministry wife please join us it's ten dollars you are going to benefit from coming to leadership training very practical advice um, on leadership, especially in the midst of a pandemic. Mm -hmm. I totally agree. I totally agree. Um, and ladies from here in Illinois, if you're listening, um, don't let that $10 fee stand in the way. It's 10 bucks. But I realize sometimes 10 bucks may be the same as a million to somebody depending on where you're at. Or you may know of a woman's leader in a church that could benefit from this that may not know how to ask for it. Reach out to me. Get a hold of me if we need to if we need to offer some scholarships to provide that training for for people or for you to be able to access that and then, you know, we can help you share that later, you know, with your churches and your leadership team. So, so that's a good word. Amy, uh, go ahead. I don't want to cut uh, you off. Well, one idea, and I want to encourage my state to do this as well, for the $10, you can take that, still have access to it, and then re-watch some of the breakout sessions that are applicable to your context mm -hmm. in your area of ministry. Maybe it's something that you're dealing with. My breakout is on comparison. If that's something your church is struggling with, take your women's leadership team and review that breakout and study that. Um, there's so many other topics that are being covered. And so I would encourage the women's ministry leader to pay the $10 for quality training, take it back and then watch it with your team and mm -hmm. invest in it in your team that way. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. You've kind of went to where I wanted to ask kind of a closing question to tie it down. Um, the lady that's on the fence that thinks, well, I don't know that I'm the leader or I think so-and-so needs to hear this, or they're just, they're just listening in. They happen to stumble across the podcast today. You, you've sort of just spoke into that person of how they could use it with their teams. What would you say to that individual leader if you walked up to her in the coffee shop today of why one day, one focus for her? Yeah, I, as women, sometimes we have a hard time having permission to call us a leader. And so for the woman who is struggling to recognize herself as a leader, she is, and you are. And I would encourage you, no matter what leadership uh, capacity you're serving in, in your local church or your community, this event is for you. And when the Lord calls you, he equips you. We all have a job to do. We all have been equipped through the Holy Spirit with spiritual gifts to exercise and utilize. And so if, if you're a woman and you're a believer, this event is for you. We want you to be there. Who knows what God might communicate to you through these sessions in order for you to exercise these gifts in the local church. 
And I, that is my desire for women, is that they recognize who they are in Christ, how the Holy Spirit has gifted them, and then they utilize that to make an impact in the world. And so we would love for you to join us for this Praise event. God. That's good. And I watch you do that all the time, Amy, with women, just to help them see in themselves what you see in them. So that's that's good. You're doing good things, friend, in Oklahoma. And I love getting to walk beside you and just learning from you. And knowing I have access to pick up that phone and say, hey, safe environment, need to ask you a question or guide me here. And you do. So, so yeah. I'm grateful to you, friend. You create that space for me as well. I'm always encouraged by you. Good deal. Good deal. Okay, ladies, if you've joined, remember, check out the One Day, One Focus. Um, remove any roadblock that may keep you from connecting to that. Reach out to us if we can help you um, connect or help to remove one of those roadblocks. And again, you're not on this journey alone, so be part of the community. If you're not already following us, check us out on our webpage at ibsa.org backslash women. Follow us on our Facebook page at Illinois Baptist Women, and you can connect on Instagram at, at Illinois Baptist Women. And we'll see you next week on the Priority Now podcast. Thanks, friends. Thank you for listening to the Priority Now podcast. Please continue to join us on the journey to know Christ and make Him known.